Hey everyone, welcome to the Four Goats and a Mic podcast, episode five. We have our first guests, Xavier and Deanna from Million Millionaire Mindsets podcast. Right? Did I say that right? Millionaire Mindsets. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna let them introduce themselves to y'all. You probably know them, but when we first started the podcast. Um, we talked about if we wanted to do it ourselves or have guests. And all of us are like, well, if we have guests, Dee and Xavier have to be the first ones. Like, it was hands down. We all agree. So, <laughs> very happy and thankful yeah. to have y'all. So, tell us about yourselves, the fun stuff. What are y'all? Who are y'all? What do you do? What are you up to? You go. Oh, well, you go. <laughs> but, um, as I already said, first off, thank you for having us on the show, y'all. We really appreciate it. We feel all special. But, um, my name is Dee. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I am the co-host of the Millionaire Mindsets podcast and one of the CEOs of Park Hill Capital Ventures, which is a real estate company. Um, we are both real estate investors and business owners, and we're just happy to be here. And you forgot the co-founder of, uh, Park Hill Foundation. We're Park Ari. Hill Capital Foundation. Shout out to Ari, our favorite partner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we started, well, we tried to start a nonprofit and then the pandemic happened. So right. we're going to put a, <laughs> a dent in our plans. <laughs> right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And we just owe like Deanna a huge, like, just thank you and everything. Cause she's really the one that like, figured out yeah. the process and pushed everything through and forward. So I'm super grateful to her for that. No uh, all right. So Bees has the first question for y'all. Sip up while she asks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think that we should start off with like just an intro question. So I was wondering like, what's random, one random fact about you all that nobody knows? Uh, what, what, what you, you got? Right, so I'm trying to think. <laughs> about, both, about both of us? I mean, individual or together, either or? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Well, I'll say our first time, like, having, like, I guess this wasn't, like, no date or nothing, but, like, our first time going, like, out was, like, skydiving together. He tried to kill me on my birthday. That's what it was. He took okay. <laughs> Tell the story. Tell the story. First, I didn't know where you were going with that answer. I was like, oh. right. <laughs> I'm like, wait, first time doing what? <laughs> I mean, like, oh, they've been drinking, drinking. <laughs> no, 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 I tell the story, but um, when we first met, I, w I was pursuing Xavier. You know, he was being all cool. He was chilling, but, you know, I was pursuing him. And we used to hang out a lot in a group of friends. And my birthday was on the 29th. And like a week before, he asked me to go skydiving with him. So I'm all like, well, you know, I ain't trying to look corny and I go with him. So <laughs> I, I got the courage to go with him to go skydiving. So I'm playing the cool, just trying to be calm. We up on the plane and we getting higher and higher. <laughs> Xavier's are panicking. <laughs> like uh, I wouldn't panic. You was panicking, <laughs> and I'm looking like <laughs> I'm like I know he ain't scared. So we get up there, and I jumped out first, and he thought something happened to me, but he ain't even cared to see if I was cool when we made it to the ground. He was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's not, that's 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 not really what happened. That's half the story. So we got <laughs> we got we got in the uh like at the at the peak of where we was getting ready to jump. 
And then the dude, it was only it was a real small plane. It was only like five of us on the plane. So Deanna, the dude she jumped with was going first. So she jumped. And then when it was our time, dude was like, damn, I forgot our parachute and stuff. Like joking though, but I didn't know. So I'm like, I'm I'm can I'm like, yo, don't don't play like that, bro. What you mean you forgot the parachute? So then he like, all right, whatever. So he's like, are we gonna jump at uh three? So he was like, one, two, and at two he jumped. So he jumped and we like just free falling. I didn't see Deanna, so I'm looking. I'm like, where Deanna? So I'm like, is she like, did this something go wrong? I was nervous as well. I'm like, damn, I just got this girl killed. This is our first time kicking it for real, damn. But nah, it, it was fun though. It was fun though. I, I think that's the probably the most some random. Yeah, we, we don't really tell that story too much. Yeah. First date skydiving. Oh, so cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants to hilarious. ask the next question? Ooh, I'll go. Uh, so mine is, uh, I wanted to get into more of like your business relationship with each other. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't really understand what it is to run a business with their significant other. Me being one of those people, I have a trust issues. I'm a Scorpio. I got major trust issues. So I just want to know, like, how do you guys like go about handling business together? Like, how do you I know you guys trust each other. Of course, trust is like the number one thing in a relationship. But like, how do, how is that running a business day to day? Not with just your significant other, your best friend, but like your business partner. Like, do you do you, does the relationship kind of like blur the lines? Is it like uh, yeah, how does I that think, work? That's a good question. But I think the first thing is uh, identifying roles because we have to go through learning curves like with that too. It's just like like I said, it's really identifying roles and understanding like your business and your personal relationship is going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be kind of different. Like you got to understand that. Like prime example, like with us doing a lot of stuff we doing, like with Park Hill Capital, what people probably don't only really know, Deanna is really like, she really runs Park Hill Capital. Like she comes to me with stuff like, for like if it's like something that she needs my opinion on, she'll come to me, but everything else, she runs that. And then when we're in that mindset, I run that. So, but if I need her, I'll go to her. But other than that, we, like, during the week, we really just doing our thing. Like, I, I work from our office. She work from home. When I come home, we just kicking it on the relationship, too. But other than that, it's on our business stuff. And it's like, we both got our different lanes. We stay in our lanes. I don't try to, like, overdo her on Park Hill Capital because that's her thing. I let her run it. I'm, I'm obviously a co-founder as well. But I let her run it, and she let me run me in that mindset. Mm-hmm. And I will add to that, it's just like the level of respect we got for one another. And we just know how to separate the two, the relationship from the business side of it. But our goals first, especially like our business goals, our in- income goals. And we just know like in order to reach those goals, we got to be level-headed. And we can't be letting distractions get in the mix of that. So pretty much like whenever it come to business interactions, I talk to him as if I'm talking to a regular business par- partner. I don't I don't sugarcoat it or I don't mix in, you know, really any feelings or nothing like that. Cause we, we gotta be logical about the stuff that we doing if we really want it to work. And it's not one-sided, like we're both passionate about business. So we mm-hmm. both want to be successful. And I would never take that from him by trying to integrate our relationship in the mix and make it complicated. So pretty much, yeah, we just like, we just stay level-headed, level-headed throughout of it and just treat each other with respect. Yeah. Amazing. I'm not even there yet. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. I ain't even there yet. Like I already said, I'm a Scorpio. It's hard. <laughs> but I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Because I've always wanted to know, like, damn, how do they, does she just be signing contracts? And he'd be like, okay, cool. Or have to, like, 
No, nah, like, disagreements. How does that happen? <laughs> nah, we don't really have that many disagreements on business for real. Like if it is, it we kind of like uh fix it like real logically. It's like whatever makes the most sense. Like it's simple. That's what we gonna uh-huh. go with. We don't do like which one we prefer. What's her favorite? What's my favorite? It's all gonna come down to what makes the most sense. What's gonna make the most sense in the situation? Yep. And being honest, like this is another little fun fact. Me and Xavier don't really argue with each other. Like right. we've never had like a real argument. And we've been together five years. It's always like pretty chill. We talk it out. Like we have disagreements. I think it's because of me though, because I'm so like. <laughs> <laying back. laughs> I'm like you know, but I'm not an arguer. I'm pretty yeah. cool. Too. I'm so Xavier cool. doesn't argue. <laughs> yeah, right. You right. Xavier, don't Xavier argue. won't argue. But for right. the most part, like it just like we talk about it when we need to talk about it, and then we move past it. But for the, we've never had like a real argument. That's real. I love y'all. I'm gonna be like y'all when I grow up. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. better than me. Right? <laughs> y'all start a YouTube channel. I'll watch that. I'll watch it. I don't even like YouTube couples, man. I'll watch that. I love YouTube couples. I'll tune in. I know. I'm about to I'm subscribe, <laughs> like, and hit the notification bell. <laughs> Low key, bees, you be putting on me on all the YouTube channels. I'll be like, if yeah. watching, it might be good because I ain't watching the rest of this stuff. Bees love YouTube. Love it. 24 <laughs> 7 but I, I think a lot of people can learn from that about how y'all say y'all don't argue like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the same way like people they're like oh yeah we argue all the time like in their relationships like I'm not like that I don't like to argue like right. if we're constantly arguing it's not gonna work because I don't argue with anybody I don't care right. who you are I'm about to argue with you right mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I, I agree a thousand percent say you a lot of time is stress right mm-hmm. <laughs> life too stressful to be arguing with your partner every day I can't do it what? right Right. No, that's right. Hey, hey, speaking of that, you know, I'm the, I'm the, man, speaking of that, like our our next door neighbors, they just moved in recently, and these motherfuckers no, been arguing every single day. <laughs> wow, though, like wow, like oh wow, my like, god, like if they was arguing right now, y'all probably be able to hear it too. Like it'd be loud. Bro. Yeah, it, start, it started at seven a.m. today. And they just, oh, like, no. right I hit we... them with the shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have right. neighbors like that. The cops come, I'd be like, I wonder who they're taking this time. Oh, it's her. Okay. Oh, it's him. Dang. Man, take both of them, please. Yeah, take both no, they them. always just took one. Every time, they would just take one. Yeah, I think the cop was just like, look, let me just separate them. They say whoever get the phone first. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Quarantine got people going crazy right now. Like, you hey. know, they're talking Yo. about it's a lot of domestic violence. It's just a lot of people realizing, like, hey, I really don't like my family like that. So that happened to Mary Kate. Mary Kate, what's her name? Mary Kate Ashley, the Olsen twin. Her husband yeah. kicked her out of her Manhattan apartment. Damn. <laughs> what? She cut the list of everything. <laughs> she got an emergency divorce. I ain't never heard of that in my life. <laughs> emergency she divorce. Said, I'm so sick of this bitch. Yes. She gotta go today. <laughs> the, the court is closed. And when the court system is closed, you can file for like an emergency divorce, which like like they dissolve your marriage in like a week. Wow. Wow. So how do y'all resolve conflict? Because, I mean, some people could argue that arguments can be healthy in relationships. So, like, I know y'all don't agree on everything. No, we don't. So, so when you butt heads, what's the step that you take that most people don't? Time. That's all. Like, instead of arguing, because, like, most of the time when you argue, it's just really like a misunderstanding, different, like, perspectives, and they just study clashing. And in a moment, pride could get in the way of that. So <laughs> I think you got to, like, People got to step away for a second, whether that's an hour or whether that's 10 hours. Just, you know what I'm saying? Let the time go by. Then after that, you know what I'm saying? You get clarity. 
and then you start, you know what I'm saying, the, the anger, if you got anger, it diminishes. And then when the anger's gone, you could be logical again and then, you know what I'm saying, make sense of things. So that's really the answer. Instead of, like, when people got to get to disagreements, they be so thirsty to, like, talk about it and get things out on the table immediately, especially when tension's hot. But really the best thing to do is just shut the fuck up and not and <laughs> go y'all go y'all separate ways. Yeah. <laughs> and just, just go y'all separate ways. And then, like, when the time, like, nine times out of ten, when the time go past, what it is, like I said, an hour or a day, it's going to be like, Man, this shit wasn't even that big of a deal. Let's just talk about it. All right, cool. We good. Yeah, and to add to that, y'all may not notice, but Xavier is a good debater. He's, like, super, super good at it. And for me, it's kind of, like, it makes it difficult for me to, like, <laughs> for me to think. Because I'm like, man, he's throwing so many facts. So something that helps me, whenever we have uh, confrontations or, you know, little disagreements, I write it down on my key points. And then I'm like, here, either, like, no, this is what it is, or I'm like, you got to be quiet and give me a minute to work through this. So I don't but you're <laughs> so that's right. Yeah. She said, but, he'd be so right. I was with you. I was with right. you, Dan. I was rooting for you. <laughs> no. he just, I'm not going to say I'm he's just right, but he be throwing a ton of, like, different points and facts at me. And I'm like, man, hold up. Like, give me a second. Like, I like, gotta, he's making over. too much goddamn sense right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, let's do what he said. Let's walk away. Let's take a breather. Right. He got too many right. facts coming his way. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> my, my, my mama always said I should have been a lawyer. For real. <laughs> so, y'all. Oh, wait, were... that wasn't my question. We were just on the, the subject of it. My <laughs> so, everybody know. well, I'm pretty sure if they're listening to this, I'm sure they know that both of you invest um, in real estate. But at what point did, like, either you sit down and say to each other, each other, like, look, we need to get some property. And what was the very first book that you both read? Mm, the first book on real estate yeah like once you decided like this is what i want to do i want to get some property oh uh let me see i don't know if it was a specific book on real estate i was reading like the intelligent investor i was reading about uh reginald lewis and people like that and it's this book called uh what's it called think like a no what's it called Become a billionaire, think like a. It's about it's Donald Trump. Like it's about Donald Trump. It's called like Think Like a Billionaire or something like that, and it's like about real estate. But, but as far as the deal, like our first deal, Deanna, she like uh, orchestrated that whole thing. But oh, yes. so, so you came <laughs> to him like, let's do this. Yeah, she came. Like we already had it in mind. Like we want to do real estate. Like, but we were just like we had to find a deal that we was like willing to do, and Deanna. She went and found it. And then she just came to me and like, this is what I got. She ran through the numbers, all that. I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. Let's do it. And then we did it. Yeah, because when you have a good woman on your team. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, he planted the seed. Like he, because at first he was talking about, um, of course, getting properties. But he was like telling me I should become a real estate agent and stuff like that. But then like once I got out of the military and I had more time on my hands to research and think, I started just looking at like how to get properties and seeing how cheap you could buy properties for and they could be cash on like immediately and that's when i was like i really like the real estate investing side of part of it and then once i was out the military i just went for it nice what was the first property you guys got together a rental a flip what'd you do rental, rental? rental? Mm-hmm. in detroit nice yep. Yep. all right okay. i'm gonna ask a fucking question now <laughs> <laughs> 
I've been trying. Um, so y'all do a lot of stuff together. You live together. You work together. Businesses and shit together. How do you turn off the work mode of Xavier and Deanna and go into like? <laughs> hey, <laughs> does that so, turn off? Like <laughs> we not. Well, I gonna, I'm right. All right. I ain't gonna say we. It's really me. Like I ain't gonna lie. I struggle with that. Like it's been. Every single day, probably, like, literally every day, like, when I come home, because, like I said, I work from my office, and Deanna, she stay, she work from home, so so we can have, like, our own spaces, so we're not around each other all the time, so, like, when I do come home, I still be kind of, like, like, on my own shit, and Deanna, she be, like, just, she just, she won't, like, Deanna's type, she's not gonna say, like, you know, let's, like, let's spend some time together, she's just gonna look, she's gonna be looking at you, and looking at you, and be, like, just doing little shit, where it's, like, and I don't like, I'm the type of, like, like, I don't read signs with, I'm just like, what is you, Losa, what you want, bro? Like, what's up? <laughs> like, all you gotta do is say, let's spend some time together. But then, like, like when I get the hints, like, all right, cool, we gonna spend some, but yeah, I, str- I ain't gonna lie, I struggle with that. Like, bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm bad at it. <laughs> She's probably like, yeah, you're home, like, you know, let's yeah. hang out, kick it, and you're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how she be, that's how she be for real. She's like, you been gone all day, like, we can't, I be like, yeah, you're right. I have been going on there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I think the problem is, cause like, I know myself. I know when I reach a certain point of the day, I have to stop. Because if I keep going and going and going every day, I'm going to burn myself out. And I ain't going to work for the next few days. So I make myself stop. Like, I close the laptop and that's it. But he don't got that same turn off. So it's just like trying to get him into that place where he knows how to turn it on and turn it off and just relax and chill. All right. I mean, because it don't feel like, uh, like, my, like how I see it, because I don't really be looking at it as work like that. So it's like not a turn off to me. It's like, the, I mean, well, we might as well just keep going. But I understand, right. like, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how, like, that's how I see it from my point of view. But she right, though. I'm, I, like, from her perspective, she right. Like, when it comes to, you got to separate the two. Like, everything just can't be so business, business, business all the time. Don't neglect your relationships. Right. So what do y'all do? to nurture your relationship let's say post or mid pandemic right because that's going to look different than before all this shit happened so like what are y'all doing to you know what do y'all do after work (laughs) i mean during this pandemic shit we can't really do shit like i talk on private well right now like we do things like go to go for walks together we sit down and cook dinner together stuff you know watch movies stuff like that but before that I like um, like day trips and outdoorsy stuff. So we would go to um, Napa or Tahoe and like just kind of explore California, go on hikes and things like that. Or just, you know, just dates. We love to go to Roof Chris and all that. Like, we love <laughs> going out to eat. So right. prior to that, we, we have date nights every Sunday. And that was our time to like really focus on our relationship. All right. Oh, I just love y'all. <laughs> it's kind of like date night right here. I mean, it's like therapy. Right. It's so. kind of right. like, like, like therapy. You got the wine. Right. <laughs> uh, they said something. First of all, I think they missed his calling as like some type of pastor or preacher. Because when he goes off on Twitter, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that to myself for like three months now. I'm like, yo. Xavier like a youth pastor somewhere. I promise you. <laughs> Zay dad a pastor. <laughs> yeah, See? pastor. You got the vibes. You have yeah. the vibes. Yeah, so 
People tell me that all the time though. Like somebody literally, somebody literally texted me last night and they was like, out the blue. He's like, bro, you need to write a book. I'm like, what the book? I'm like, about what? He's like, just about the stuff you be talking about on Twitter. I'm like, oh, okay. But you said something that like blew my whole world. Where you I don't remember exactly what you said, but you said something to the effect of like Oh, you didn't word it this way, but you're basically like real men put their women in a position where they don't have to work for another man, right? right. It's, they can choose to, right? But like right. a real, a real solid guy is going to give their woman the option to like not have to work or have her own business, or if she chooses, she can work for somebody else's, you know. Oh, I know Twitter killed you for that. that. <laughs> <laughs> they sure did. I know Twitter was at you. Mm-hmm. The only two, there's two relationship people on Twitter is Xavier and Promised Land REI. The two dudes that actually be honest about yeah. relationships on Twitter. I, I love hearing y'all's perspective, like two black men that actually have a, a decent perspective on a relationship, like in, in relationships and like when you talk about it, it's just like, I love it. I'd love to we, see it. <laughs> we we uh, we uh we actually started to, I don't know if you know, but I know Ari know because she told us to do it. Like we started a podcast. Yes, we, I want to hear it. We ain't released. We, we haven't released the. Uh, we did the first episode. We haven't released it yet. But yeah, but the thing is, like when you when you say uh, people kind of like, I don't be really be seeing the. Um, I don't know what it is. Like when people people talk shit, I don't be seeing it. Like I don't know if it's like I just don't be paying attention to it. But I don't. Really, I don't really be seeing it. Like I see like a little like one person might say something. But other than that, I don't see it that much. But uh, what was your question? I forgot. I don't even think I asked you one. Oh. I just. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh yeah. That's. I mean, that's how I really feel. But I know a lot of times, like when I say stuff like that, a lot of guys they get like in their feelings because they might not be like in, yeah, in a position to do that. And I'm not saying like that's what you have to do. I'm just saying like if that's something, like if, you know, what I'm saying if you were the woman that hated her job type shit, like she come home complaining like how her boss might be treating her like shit or who knows like that. I feel like you should be trying to like boss her up put her in a position where she don't have to go there no more like ain't nothing wrong with working the job but i'm just saying for the people for the people that's got jobs that that's not what they want to do and like they hate they shit like or they don't want to be there or they want to get their own plans they want to do as a dude that's how i feel like you're supposed to be bossing your girl look hey. <laughs> <laughs> i have no yeah, yeah. So, um, so my next question was, uh, what do you all think the key to success is? Because you've interviewed like hundreds of different, well, it seems like hundreds of people, right, but you've interviewed like so many people. <laughs> like, what, what's one thing they all have in common, and what do you all think like the key to success is? I think is, I think it's a mixture of things, but I think it's uh, consistency. I think it's um, effort, believing in yourself, and what else? Patience. I think if you get that mixture of things together, I think you'll win if you just stick with it for long enough. For a long, long enough, and you be patient, and you put the right effort in. And another thing, using your resources. Like if you got resources, networking, politics with people, I feel like you can't lose if you do those things. Like all the people I talk to that's that's successful. I mean, it's it's usually the same formula, but a lot of times I feel like what people lack or they lose it is they don't have the patience to stick with it long enough for the results to start kicking in. I would say mine are being disciplined and yeah, being too. fearless. And when I say fearless, it's like 
you know, not being afraid to put yourself out there, not being afraid to fail, mm. not being afraid to, you know, try and try again. Like, you know, who, cause we never know who, how long the journey may take before it pop off. So it's like just being disciplined, staying grounded, staying focused and just having the right mindset and mentality and not letting the people around you, you know, take you off course mm. and just working at it every single day and doing what you got to do. I like that. I think I'm going to steal it. I think I'll take, I'll take uh. that back. I think she, yeah, fearless. I think fearlessness is number one. Cause like they say, life favors the bold. Like, and it's a lot of people with a lot of information, like people that know how to do shit, but if you ain't got the balls to actually do stuff, like, and, and do those things that's like, when people will see you and be like, man, who the fuck you think you is? How dare you try to do something like that? You got you to you be ballsy to do things like that. And if you don't have that in you, no matter how intelligent you are or how many resources you got or whatever, you probably will never get the, the success that you want. Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely agree with that. And then just like what you're saying, like having the balls to like have those type of big goals and stuff. Like I see nowadays people scared to just have an opinion. So it's like, yeah. how, how can you be scared to have your own opinion and you always got to follow what everybody else thinks and you think you're going to be successful out here? To be successful, you got to go against the grain. You got to right. be ready to face adversity. So if you can't even, you're too scared to have your own opinion or as soon as you say your opinion and other people start trying to like talk shit to you or say, oh, no, nah, that's not right. You running away scared. Like you're not going to be successful. You too worried about what other people think. Like who cares? Like you just got to keep going and, and just keep doing what you believe in and keep doing whatever it is that you're trying to do. Mm, that's game. That's game right there. What do y'all have planned as far as your goals for the next five years? You guys, are, are y'all going to stay in real estate or are there other lanes you're trying to get into? Deanna, you go, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to hit you up about this afterwards, sorry. But real estate really has been like really big on my mind right now and growing Park Hill Capital. Um, I've been, I'm getting close to finishing up with school, finishing my bachelor's and I'll be starting my master's. And like throughout this time, I've been trying to figure out what I want to do next. And I think I've landed on, I want to get into construction management and being a prop, a real estate developer in the long run. So my main focus right now is big in, um, not big in, but, um, boosting Park Hill Capital up to be a like nationwide real estate firm, you know, doing all we got to do as far as getting acquisitions and things like that. And just saying focus and eventually getting myself in position to develop my own projects. I was just about to say, did you say develop? Because you know, you've been talking about yes, that. Yes, right? I've been talking about it all day, every yeah. day. But yeah, getting in position to develop and just really like, I love, I just love the whole design process and seeing houses, you know, start from nothing and like become this beautiful thing. So I want to do that for myself and, you know, just make it work. Mm -hmm. And for, for me, five years, so I'm 20, I'm, I'm going to 26, 27. You got to be 27. So, yeah, so, yeah, so 20, so five years from now, I got to like plan out at 30. I want to get married at 31. I want to I have our first kid, but I, I'll say. <laughs> I ain't say nothing about family stuff. <laughs> no, <know>. but <laughs> we get exclusive. We get the juicy <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. So this, this been like this been my this like been my plan. Like I want to get married at thirty. I want to have my first kid like a year later. But then as far as like uh business stuff, like what we doing right now with real estate, we just want to take that to a whole nother scale. And as far as media, like I I got we got a whole bunch of stuff like we get hit with, and people like try to partner up with like us on different stuff. So it's like a million different things and routes we could go, but the at the the main focus right now for us is Park Hill Capital 
and expand the, expand the millionaire mindsets and making it into a uh, bigger, bigger, taking to a bigger, bigger scale. In our foundation, of course. Yeah, that too. I got a question. I'll do the next question. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Uh, so... Of course, you've seen your ups and downs in business, and we talked about like how you go through conflicts and stuff. I want to know what is the most rewarding thing about being in business with your partner that you like love the most, you enjoy the most. Uh, it's the it it's the hands down is when you get some wins that you get you got somebody to share with. Like you know, obviously, if you if you had a just a regular business partner that you wasn't in a relationship with, you sharing wins with them. That's obviously like astounding as well but when it's somebody you're in a relationship with too especially when it's somebody like me and Deanna when we first got together we ain't had shit so when, when we celebrate wins <laughs> together it's like it's just a different feeling it's like damn like to know where we came from and knowing it's your business partner and the person you're in a relationship with it's like damn it's like the it's like the best feeling in the world and I would say just um having somebody that understands because I don't really have too many people in my life who understand the business stuff I'm trying to pursue. They don't know all the hard work and all the sacrifices I got to make to get to where I'm going. And Xavier has been there throughout the journey. So just having somebody who can understand like day in, day out, all the work I'm putting in to get to where I want to be. And then just like someone who really pushes me to go hard and motivate me. Because, like, you know, we don't want to do no simple stuff. Like, I want to do, like, really big things. And, you know, some days it get hard. Some days you don't feel like doing it. Some days you want to give up. Some days you don't really believe in yourself. And just having that person in your corner to always, like, remind you, like, the vision, how far you don't came, and to constantly, you know, push you to be the best version of yourself. That's so yeah. important. Right. <laughs> no one just dropping <laughs> sermons on me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Anybody else got a question? Who wants to go next? We we need we more than one. two. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I got I got more questions. I just don't want to be the only person asking questions. So, as far as like the military thing, if y'all can restart at eighteen again, would you both have joined, and why or why not? Hell yeah! yeah. I, I don't regret my military uh, decision at all. Like. Like it was like it was one of the best decisions in my life for so many reasons. Just because being from Chicago, number one, it got me, it got me outside of Chicago, and that alone did like everything for me because it opened up my mind to so many different things, put me in different environments. Like I always tell people, like before I left Chicago, I never was around white people like that. Like for people that don't know Chicago, I think it's still like the most segregated city in the country. So it was like if you and from a black area, you're not going to really be around white people so and it's a difference between i ain't saying that like it's good or bad enough but it's a difference between white people and black people it's like a there's a lot of differences and the way we do things the way we handle situations so when i first got in the military it was a lot of things that like i didn't understand just because the military the the, the ratio from white to black is like crazy like for every 10 10 10 white people it's probably like one black person so it was like that alone, it taught me so much. It taught me, like, how to deal with people, how to deal, like, with different, like, situations and different environments and shit like that. And it also gave me the opportunity to uh, to travel. Uh, what else? Like, get my education. Meet D, of course. Yes. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's it, I could go on and on about it. 
What you think? I feel like for me, I mean, I know how it is for girls, you know, back home, back in Cleveland. Like, majority of my friends got kids now. They all, and I'm only 23. They all got kids. They uh, probably, you know, got a, a simple job, struggling to meet ends meet. Or just, you know, wrapped up in the wrong things, dealing with the wrong people, or just focused on the wrong stuff in life. Don't have no idea what it means to be financially literate or any knowledge of pretty much anything. So for me, like joining the military just put me in so many, just opened so many doors for me, gave me so many different perspectives on life, just from all the conversations I don't had. It boosted my confidence a lot. It made me feel like I didn't have to settle to be average, just from talking to older people and hearing the journeys and all the stuff they overcame to get to where they was at. And then, of course, like, you know, I just feel like I got a great life to be 23. And it's going to put me in positions where I can meet people like y'all. You know, if I never joined the military, my mindset would have never been where it was at. Millionaire mindsets would have never happened. You know, I would have never made connections with y'all. So for me, like, the military was definitely, like, the best thing I could have did for myself it served its purpose you know I didn't need to do 20 whole years but those four years really were life-changing for me mm-hmm. it's it speeded up the process for sure like I'm not I'm pretty sure I still would have did some dope things if I stayed back home but it, I'm, I think it would have took longer just because I had so many things going on and I was really on some bullshit so <laughs> the, the military kind of just like it isolated me from all those outside influences and stuff like that. And it just kind of forced me to, like, mature and, like, change my mentality on things. Yeah, and if you go in the military with a plan, right. there's so right, much right, you can right. make happen for yourself. Like, exactly. just go in, like, already know, you know, how long you want to do it. Um, what's your plan? Like, do you want to go to school afterwards? Or, you know, if you get disability, that's a plus. It's just so many different ways you can, like, take it and make it work in your favor with right. all the benefits they have in the military. So right. if that's anything, like, if you're considering it, read up on it. See, you know, what all it has to offer and how it can play into your overall life's plan. Right. <laughs> oh, that's, that's it. I think that's it for me, Ari. I know. I think I might have cut you off with my question. Uh, no, I didn't have a question. I think Tara did. <laughs> She's oh, over here dying because I put in the chat. I was like, Tara looks high as shit. <laughs> You're muted. That's my business, okay? <laughs> I've been up since five o'clock this morning working, okay? I deserve to enjoy myself. Yeah, I'm trying to get some stuff done. I got a lot of heat dropping. Got a lot of heat on the way. Yeah, we already, we already know. Um, uh, the other question I had was, I mean, you kind of talked about it a a little bit, but, um, how do you guys, I know you said like you handle one side of the, uh, you handle the podcast and, uh, Deanna kind of handles, um, the real estate stuff. Do you ever get to a point where you're like, you're looking up real estate deals and taking them to her? Like, how do you guys flow with that? Do you do like one of y'all kind of look for everything for Park Hill Capital? Yeah, like as far as like what I really what I meant by that was like as far as like our cons I can't even say I can't never say this word consultations like Deanna uh-huh. deal, she deals with that because that's a real busy part of it because she on the phone all day all the time talking to different people doing consultations but as far as like the deals and stuff that's both that's both on our part but as far as largely consultations and stuff I'll let her deal with that but I'm all <laughs> yeah, I'm always like talking to people with doing deals and shit like that yeah. Uh-huh. 
know with millionaire mindsets like i help with a lot of the marketing even if i find a guest that i really like i send it his way so we just right, know right. which pieces of uh each company works best for us to tackle mm-hmm. so y'all just got it all figured out yeah, <laughs> I see. I see. Can y'all write a book? Can y'all write a book for the rest of us out here? They need to be right. opening up some uh, counseling calls. Couples counseling. I wouldn't even want to do that. I know, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. So I would not want to do this. Oh my god. <laughs> they would just be like, "Look, both of y'all." Shut the fuck up. Right. All right. Y'all got, all got the faces for that. Because like, most arguments really be over stupid shit anyway. Like, it's really done. Yeah. If you really sit back and think about it, it's like, is this worth, like, having a, like, any, I know anytime when me and Deanna get into it, I always be like, think about it. Is this worth us not talking for the next 24 hours? Because that's what's going to happen. I'm super like, proud. Right. I'm super proud. Like, you know. <laughs> like, is this really I... worth, like, it is, like, you don't, like I said, nine times out of ten, it's really not worth all that. So, like, the arguments, like, I mean, unless they doing some wild shit, you know, you know what I'm saying, your spouse out here fucking other people or something like that. I mean, what, like, it ain't that big of a deal. Can, am I allowed to explain? Yeah, go ahead. Ask questions. <laughs> Do y'all feel like um, younger people, I'd probably say under 25, should be in relationships? Or they no. still trying to get their life nope. started? No. 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 Excluding the Nope. Hell no. They are connected simultaneously. Well, because nope. for me, for me I, I like the people that I've experienced, and from my experience when I was younger, like when I was 21 and I was dating, I wasn't focused on like making money and trying to get, educate myself and investments i was focused on like kind of making money hitting h&m going to the uh, juicy j concert on friday with going to be here on saturday right going to the currency concert (laughs) maybe make some put some money it away you know i paid all my bills this month we lit you know that was my life and like when i was dating i put so much into the relationship that i wasn't putting into myself and it wasn't just me like i've seen this happen in so many other people i've seen it even in like my younger sisters when you like 19, 20, 21, it's such a crucial time in your life because you're either deciding right. on uh, entering a trade or going to college or, you know, whatever you're doing, you might work for a company and straight out of high school, internship, whatever. You need to be focused on that and trying to set yourself up because right. so many people think it's okay to be wandering around in life at like 27, 28. And je- like, I don't, I'm not saying everybody got to figure something out when they're 19, but when you're 27, 28, 29 you should already kind of have a plan or you should have an understanding of where you want to be in life i'm not saying you, you're going to choose your career and be knee deep into your career but you kind of have to have an understanding of where you are and so many people don't get there until it's too late until they're like 28 29 now they're trying to figure stuff out and it's like i feel like if a lot of people just didn't put so much emphasis on being in a relationship when they were like 18 19 and they just focused on finding out who they are as a person finding out what they like finding out what they don't like it would just go so much better for them in life. Cause if I would have just took a step back and be like, okay, I like to do this. I don't like to do this. Like when I was 19, I liked to lie to myself. You know, i like to be around people all the time. I did not like being around people all the time. I want to be around you all the time, you know? And right. to me, like when I was 19, that didn't work out for my relationships. You know, now that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, I really don't like people that much. I really don't want to live with nobody. I don't mind dating, da, 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 da. But it's like, if I would have took the time to understand that when I was younger, took the time to find myself, 
it wouldn't have took me so long to get to where I am now. You know, mm. not to say that I regret the life that I live, but it's like, if somebody else cannot make that same decision to be focused on boys or be focused on dating and, you know, just that, and just focus on figuring out who you are as a person and your likes and your dislikes and where you want to go, or just get a, a broad idea where you want to go, your life will be so much smoother. But, mm. you know, folks think it's like everything's about dating and dating and relationships and you know hooking up and all that stuff and like it's not always about that like you can have your fun but I feel like at that young under 25 age you need to figure out who you are as a person and you need to figure Mm -hmm. out where you want to go before you add another person into that mix or you add a child into that mix because then you're now your life and your trajectory has changed now because then when you have a kid you got to focus on that kid you're not able to I'm not saying you can't focus on yourself but like now you got to worry about the kid the kid becomes a priority and then you may have not wanted to go in that direction but now you have to go in that direction so it's like so young people is like and then you might be having a kid with somebody you don't even like but that's why that's why I'm so, oppo- <laughs> I'm so opposed to uh getting married or and having kids at like early like early 20s like I'm really mm-hmm. against, I'm really like against that shit really I but, am too and it, like yeah. I've seen it on Twitter people talking about like it's lit. Y'all don't understand. I had my kid when I was 19 and life is lit. Now they, I'm, my grand, they, they know their grandparents or oh, things like that. Y'all going to be 38 with a kid. I'm like, I'm going to be 38 with a kid and two nannies and a chef. So right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ovaries still good. Okay. I mean, I, I don't, I had no, like if you would have gave me a kid at 19, I, I would not be Tara that I am today. I would have not, probably not been in this, this direction. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like people just need to find themselves. Uh, I would have, I would be a multimillionaire by now if I waited till I was like 25, 26 to start dating. Billionaire. Like, like I'd be rich. Seriously, I'd be rich yeah. right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I think that. I think uh, that way more money. Younger. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You can go, Ari. I said, have way more money. Like I've spent so much money and just like, on like boyfriends and shit and like moving out too early and out of state fucking tuition and just like dumb shit and nobody like until I was maybe about 27 or so after I left right and went to Asia and started traveling and stuff I didn't have anybody around me who was really worth shit like to be honest and no offense to anybody who like I was hanging out with at the time <laughs> <but> like <laughs> we weren't doing shit we were we were working and you know living for the weekend like i can't wait till it's friday get fucked up friday saturday sunday right and then you know oh monday's here right start the week and do it all over again eat like shit not take care of myself not like exploring new things learning anything right so it's like a bunch of wasted time wasted money where you know knowing what I know now I probably would have stayed in college and like focused on like networking and clubs and you know different organizations that I had access to because my school is in LA so I'm in like a prime networking city right and like as I I met a guy right not my high school boyfriend met another guy and then like (laughs) smoked weed for three years (laughs) like (laughs) you know so it was like just dumb shit and like just I didn't have anyone around me who was like making moves or had like the mindset that I have now, where if I would have seen that and been around that, or like at least seen the money, I'd been like, you know what, bitch, time to get it together. Like stop playing around. That's right, yeah. 
Yeah, I think like for me, I feel like when you're under 25, I've talked about this on Twitter a couple of times. I had like a thread, like if I could do, if I, I think I said like if I could do it over again, like age 24 and under, like everything would have been different for me. So it's like, I think that you shouldn't have no serious relationships under the age of 25 because people change so much. Just like Xavier said, like those are like vital years for you. And Tara said it too. So it's like, you change so much from the age of 18 to 22 and 22 to 25, that person you were during those two age ranges, you're not going to be that same person when you turn 25, 26. Trust me. So it's like whoever you're dealing with then, you usually end up either outgrowing them or going separate ways. But imagine if you've got a kid or imagine if you end up like making some of the wrong decisions and just moving too fast. Like, I just think that it just slows you down. And I think that you, you really just like Tara said, you need to find yourself, figure out what you want and what you're trying to do in life. Because like getting too serious with relationships when you're young, most relationships at young ages, they end in divorce anyway. So, like, if you do get married, they're usually in a divorce. So, you really, like, the odds are stacked against you. Like, there's no rush to get married. That's what people don't get. They be like, oh, we got to get married as soon as possible. For what? If y'all going to be together forever, why you need a piece of paper? Like, just just take your time and keep going. Like, but I'm telling you, like, getting married and doing all that stuff under the age of 25 is just, it's not worth it. Like, you could be out here grinding, trying to make your money trying to be successful and then at the same time your partner might not want the same thing and they might just hold you back so i would i would focus on me like if i could do it all over again like i say all the time i bought a new construction townhouse because of a relationship i wanted a three unit in southeast dc my partner didn't want that they wanted a brand new construction townhouse so i ended up spending three hundred thirty thousand on a townhouse instead of going get something in southeast dc so that's what relationship. That, what did I, say that? I swear to God. Hmm? What'd that cost you like as far as opportunity costs? Opportunity costs. I mean, like shit, right now I'd have I yeah, it cost me a lot of money. I would say if I yeah. was able to get at least a duplex in, in DC at that time, it'd probably be worth at least six hundred thousand dollars now. Easy. And then on top of that, I'd have like prime real estate. Like everywhere in DC is gonna be worth a lot of money. So I'd have some prime real estate. I'd have two units instead of one townhouse that only one family is in. You know what I'm saying? Like I bought that not as an investment. Like I initially wanted the duplex or a triplex as an investment. Like the townhouse wasn't that. It was like, it wasn't that at all. So like, I'm just telling you, like I, I know from experience that stuff don't work out. So I, I think that you might as well just, hey, age 25, then start taking people serious. Yep, because you all hopped up on hormones and you just make decisions. Right. <laughs> like they make decisions with that temporary person in mind. Right. That's facts right there. That's why I always like, because people, me and D, me and D have been together for five years and people have been asking us for years when y'all getting married, when y'all having kids. And I'm like, bro, I'm 26 years old. Like, me and D like each other. I think we're going to be with each other for a long time, but you never fucking know. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not one of those people that's going to be like, no, I know for a fact we never going to break up. I hope that's the case. But like you said, people change, things change. You never really know. So I'm like, I'm not going to commit myself to no, to no marriage yet. Like, indeed, three years younger than me. So who knows what she might go as a person mentally. So it's like, so I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let her, I'm not going to get her pregnant and take her 20s away and make her dedicate like herself to a marriage like that. Because I, I always tell her, I want you to enjoy your 20s. I want to enjoy my 20s. We together. We're going to have our fun. We're going to handle business. 
and then we get thirty, we can get married. Cause I, cause a lot of times, what I realize, a lot of people, they uh, it's like that. What's what's the saying go? Like when they get thirty and they've been married, so they've been twenty years old, they start fucking wilding. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I never want. You know, they had kids and shit. It's like I don't never want to be that person. Well, I don't want her to be that person to feel like I took her youth from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens to a yeah, lot of people. Yeah. yeah, especially once they get to like their 30s, 40s, their kids, you know, older now, and they want to go back and relive the <laughs> Right. And one thing for me, like, I don't want to be one of them mothers that's trying to go out with my kids and act like a teenager. Like, no, I ain't. <laughs> It's boundaries. I ain't trying to be like that. So I'm a cool mom. (laughs) Right. I'm like, no, I'm going to act my age and stuff. You know, I'm going to be cool. Stay stay where I should be at. But, you know, I'm that's when I'm going to wait it out. Like, ain't no point in rushing it. And, you know, like I said, we've been together since I was 18. So we we ain't need to get married or nothing. Things went south. Like, it's easier for us to just walk away. You know, of course, the business stuff, you have to do that. But. You ain't married or nothing. You can right. just walk away from it. Yeah, exactly. That's, and that's that's another key with that. That's why I tell people that it is a relationship. I'm like, don't be so focused on a relationship where you forgetting to, like, handle your business. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, I, like me and D, we had, we had this conversation. Like, if things went south and we had to break up, she take her half, I take my half, and we good, like, still. So it's, it don't feel like a waste of a relationship. So a lot of times when people do be together so long, they break up. It's like, damn, I ain't got shit. She ain't got shit. Well, we just wasted all this time. I was like, if you do come to an end, let, at least we let y'all be have some fun. Y'all got some assets. Y'all got some bread. <laughs> it was worth something. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I think that's what a lot of times people forget, especially that when you're in them early 20s, 22, 23, it's like you so focused on a relationship, but you're not handling business. Like I said, write a book. you <laughs> 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 Y'all just dropping out quotes and stuff. I'm trying to get these on a (laughs) t-shirt. No, that's just when you're young like that. It's just we all know, like, just be honest with yourself. You real, you immature. You're not ready to be in something that serious. And Mm -hmm. when you study older relationships and stuff like that, they took they took their time. They didn't rush it. You know, Mm -hmm. handle your business. Get to know yourself. Figure out what you like and don't like. And you know. It's no rush at the end of the day. Like, it ain't going nowhere. Like B said, if y'all gonna get married anyway, what's the point of you like letting other people rush you just for a piece of paper? If you know like mm-hmm. we gonna be together anyway, what's the point of letting people rush? Right. You? right. And then and then on top of that, on top of that, marriage, like people now on average spend thirty thousand dollars to get married. So imagine you getting married, you young. You still, like, a lot of people aren't making that much money at that young age. So you young, you getting married. Let's say you go 20000 into debt for a marriage. You got the honeymoon. You got all that type of stuff you just paid for. That could have went into y'all getting the asset versus instead right. of having one day to get married, that could have waited until later when you could actually afford it. Like, mm-hmm. it just it just doesn't make sense. Like, it's like I talked about in my book. It's one of the it's one of the traps. Like it's supposed to be the American dream, but it's really just a trap. You get married, uh-huh. spend all that money, get in the house, spend all that money, get in, uh, paying for the wedding, all the cars, all that stuff. Next thing you know, you hundred k plus in debt off of mm-hmm. stuff that you really didn't even need. Like mm-hmm. all the I'd rather never get married and just be in a long term relationship. And we have hella businesses. Right. And one of the business pays for all the bills and all the shit and everything right and like just be good like Mm -hmm. i've i've already prepared my parents i told them like i'm probably gonna elope and we'll do a party when we come back but i'm not doing 
some big ass crazy wedding. I don't even like thinking of planning that shit gives me anxiety. <laughs> and I'm like a detailed planner person and just thinking about that, I'm like, no. But I've never I've never been like the girl to like even like as a you know, a young girl, like I never like thought about rings and dresses and my wedding day. I was never concerned about that. I always was like, I'm gonna be rich one day. Like <laughs> that that's what was on my mind. Right. That's why we so. friends. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I always knew from a young age, like, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to have, you know, I didn't always know I was going to have a business, but I knew I was going to be rich and I was going to have like a position of power in, you know, some type of like business or corporation or something, you know, so, but no, fuck that. 30,000 for a day. That goes back to a lot. That goes back to a lot of the stuff that people see on social media. Social media, I think, has warped a lot of minds and then there's going to be all kinds of like, studies about this when we get older like 20 or 30 years of how instagram scarred 100 million people's minds but like <laughs> you see these posts and y'all see these posts all the time it'd be like 22 just got my first mercedes benz 2020 mercedes benz just bought my first house and just made my first 100k or six figures and people see that and it gets ingrained in their mind like okay well me and my boyfriend or me and my girlfriend got to be a power couple we got to get a house we got to get a Mercedes Benz and we got to be at six figures at 22. And they want that whole power couple family, YouTube couple life with the, with the cute kids. And we young, I'm a young hot mom. You know what I'm saying? That's what they want. It's, I don't know. It's wild because you see all these people straining to, to show off that lifestyle. Like, Oh my God, I got to have that. And I'm like, you don't have to have that fresh out of high school. Like that's not, no, I think that, I think that that like affects a lot of people because they see it and they want it. They get that first Mercedes maintenance bill and be like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Realize yeah. they don't actually like their high school sweetheart no more. <laughs> pop, pop a Mercedes tire and see. <laughs> pop a Mercedes tire. No, that's facts. Like, I, one of, one of my, uh, I had a friend that he got, he got his girl pregnant. And then, like, he obviously was kind of like, uh, I don't want to say influenced, but he kind of was like, people was telling him, like, God, you know, y'all having a baby now. Y'all need to get married and shit. So he was broke. So he got, but he got married anyway, early 20s, got married. So they didn't have a wedding, but he was pretty much just saving up for a wedding. That was his whole purpose of saving up. So I remember he saved up $15,000 and spent it all on the wedding. And I remember like after that, he was just feeling like, whoo, now I can start saving money. And I'm like, nigga, you could have been saving money. What is you talking about? Fuck them. You should have never been felt no pressure mm-hmm. to get married. But this just goes to show you like how real that is. I'm like, bro, you could have been, ain't no telling how much money you could you could be up right now if you wasn't like if that didn't happen yep. you're not gonna pressure me into debt i don't even dance <laughs> right. <laughs> right 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 nope well, hey we're, we're gonna hit the backyard y'all coming or what <laughs> oh, thanks, like, for real. not even that y'all gonna see my instagram photos that's about it at the courthouse because <laughs> all the people the courthouse. Me, ain't gonna help with the wind no nope. They sure they won't. They're not going to help you with them kids neither, <laughs> right. the medical bills, none of that. Hey, what y'all talking about? I'm cashing out on my wedding. But it's not <laughs> 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 nah, but the thing is, I know Very I'm not going to have a big wedding. I'm not going to have a big wedding. I'm not going to be like real crazy. More than likely, it's going to be like a destination wedding. It's going to be like 10 people there, max. It's not going to be big, but to me, that's a that's a special day that I think if you feel like you want to celebrate it, celebrate that shit. And I know I am. 
I'm not gonna nah. corners on 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 the day that I get married. Right, I feel that because me and D, oh, we, yeah. D, oh, D, I don't want to have a nice wedding. So I'm letting my baby. I feel you. You gotta be ready for it. You gotta be ready. Right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Every, person, every person in this podcast can do that, but like we talking about like 19 year olds, 20 years right, old, right. got your girlfriend knocked up, twenty thousand dollar <laughs> wedding ain't it. Well, right. how much do you save for your wedding before you save for like your family that you created? Right? right. You have a baby, exactly. you got this girl pregnant, you're saving for a wedding over like yeah. you know, what happens if you're out of work? And she's not exactly. working because she's got a baby. Like exactly. yeah. Y'all put yeah, that a into of, a wedding? That's wild. Right. A lot of people don't do that now. Like, I realize it. Like, people, like, they'll have kids, and then they don't save for the kids, like, at all. Like, mm-hmm. not even a little bit. You know, but people will go all out on the weddings, the houses, the cars. But, you know, ask them, like, you know, so what are you doing for your kid? You know, college, whatever. Like, hey, uh, no, I don't have no bank account for him, no nothing. No savings, no nothing. So it's like it's all backwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not, you, the cycle is going to continue to keep going. Like, you're not going to have nothing for them. Once it's time for them to go to college, you don't have no money saved for them. And then they're going to do the same thing. They were like, well, you know, my, my parents got married at 18, 19. That's cool. Like, I'm going to just go all out. And then the thing I've been noticing now on social media is they done turned prom into like many weddings. Like people are now spending like an average of $5,000 on prom. And, it, and it's mostly people that are, I think, like, usually it's people, I don't know if it's in poverty, but, like, not yeah. middle class. They're spending the most money on prom. And it just doesn't make any sense at all. Like, stop letting social media influence you. You don't need a Corvette. You don't need a Wraith. You don't need a helicopter for no prom. <laughs> like, come on now. That's the one thing we missed due to COVID, man. I knew those prom pictures this year for 2020 was going to be next level because last year them kids the they top. had like two yeah they had two helicopters on the top of a roof like in houston or something and they was taking pictures up there and then you had the dude with the rolls royce truck or the bentley truck or something like that and i'm like yo i know 2020 about to be crazy but they right. ain't get it this year good sit in the house <laughs> save your bread it was one dude with a uh, helicopter y'all seen that shit there's a couple of them yeah, that's that's crazy. It was that it was the dude that the dude that had the camel and shit. Y'all remember that? I didn't see that one. Yeah. He had the, he had the, um, <laughs> he had like a like a Dubai thing prom. And he had like a camel, and then was, he had like a camel with like a Lamborghini. What? Who is paying for these kids? What <laughs> these kids having in high school? It was like like this dude. The crazy part about it was his mom was paying for it, but then his mom got arrested because they found out she was a scammer. <laughs> yeah, he had like a bunch for of two dates. He had two dates. Oh wait, I think I seen that. See, these kids is going all out. Look, you gonna get this little? <laughs> you gonna take my Mercedes Benz that I've been whipping? You gonna take it to prom and be happy that you drive right. my car? <laughs> right. Or you gonna spend that limo with your friends? Okay, yeah. limo. What the hell? But that's just that feeling of like, like feeling like you inferior and feeling like you haven't accomplished much so you try to like put much on your children to show like you are worth something yeah mm-hmm. i'd like, rather just yeah. do the limo and like you got properties and assets in your name you have a trust right. <laughs> you know yeah, they don't do that that's no more. the flex they don't do limos no more i'm old i'm old people don't do limos no more like, when the last time you seen a limo on the street or anybody flexing a limo <laughs> well, I, I've been home 
for like six years. They do rapes. You right. I ain't seen a limo yeah. in a minute. We yeah, was you know, like 15, 16 deep in the limo on prom night going down Peachtree, hanging out the sunroof. <laughs> it was fun to see. have everybody together in a limo. Right. Yeah. Yeah, big deal. No, they had some. No. What did y'all have? <laughs> what y'all have? It's wild. What y'all pull up in prom with? I think uh, so for for me, I, I just pulled up. No, yeah, we didn't have a limo. I just pulled up in my dad's suburban. Like he gave us the truck. Was like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty nice. So that's what yeah. we had. Yeah. We had a big ass group in a limo. Yeah, big group in a limo. I think it was like forty dollars a person. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, I got. <laughs> we rented this Lincoln. Uh, and of course my friend crashed it after her mom gave us a lecture she was like because we was pressing her like please let us rent this like we gonna be good with it we'll be good with it girl we about like five minutes from the girl's house and she falls asleep <sighs> fell asleep i think we we had stayed out late somebody's somebody had like an after party or something like that at their house and i think we probably got back home around like 1 a or 1 or like 2 a.m something like that but she fell asleep and crashed it. The car was totaled. And it was a brand new Lincoln Navigator, everything. The car was totaled. Damn. See, that's why you don't do stuff for 18-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's why you just drop them off at prom. I seen a couple get dropped off at prom and that, that we was all looking like, dang, mom just dropped them off. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't even. You know, I ain't right. My prom day went to jail. <laughs> what? Damn. On prom night? No, no, it was like before prom. <laughs> no. She, she was, she got, she was scamming. She got caught scamming. <laughs> oh yeah, you did say you was a, you did say you was a, a character back in the day. I seen that. I seen that picture. You said the, the flexing picture with the designer jeans and the belt I and the shoes. That was her, bro. I, like I didn't even know she was doing that. Like she got. She got <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't know. I found out. I was like, damn, for real. But yeah, she she got caught at a uh, out of town at a at a like a um, shopping plaza. She spent fifty thousand dollars like at Target and some other places, and they caught. How would you do that? Yeah. I spent 50k <laughs> at Target. <laughs> at Target, it was like no, that's hard. Just at Target, but it was like in one plaza, and I she guess, was hitting the multiple stores. Yeah, so and they called her. Yeah, they called her. Yep, and it was like this was before this was before I went to prom. Damn. Damn. Yeah. So I was that's, like, cool, because my wow. my parents were on BS with me anyway. Because well, well, I ain't gonna say it was on BS because I was gonna be on BS <laughs> in school. They like, man, we ain't paying for your prom. You gotta pay for that. So I'm like, all right, damn. So when she got locked up, I'm like, that's like, to keep that bread. <laughs> so I, I got a question. So like, what what do y'all plan to do to set up y'all kids after you have them? Like, you know, when they're 18, what what do y'all plan to do to set your kids up for success? We already like we already been having like a savings account for them for how long? It's been like I can't tell. It's like two three years probably. And so we just continuously put money into it and invest. And I plan on having it. Like I said, I don't plan on having kids till I'm 31. So that's like four or five years from now. So then you can add on 18 years to that. So I'll be so I'll be calculating it like it could be like 23, 24 years till I actually like 
need that money from them. And, like, I think it will be, like, half a million dollars as long as we keep doing what we're doing, probably even more than that. I could be wrong. I think it will be more than that. So that's, that's just what we've been doing, just saving and investing. I just I just want them to have something I never had, and that was right. options. I want them to choose. Like, if you want to go to college, that's okay. Make sure you go to something that, you know, is going to be profitable. But if you want to go, <laughs> cool. If you want to come be in the family business, that's okay. Right. If you got a, a talent or something you really want to pursue and it makes sense, go do that too. But at the end of the day, I just want you to have options. And, you know, when I give you the money, I ain't going to be crazy or strict about what you do with it, but just do something that makes sense and something that's going to benefit your life. So. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I you know, <laughs> but they don't have the, the knowledge and the tools and the you know all that to do something right with the money. I, right. I gotta, they're gonna grow up with like yeah. seeing you know they're not gonna night. <laughs> but you know that's I just want them to have options at the end of the day. Right. You know your life ain't gotta be like an uh, average life like everybody else's because you're limited because of the choices I made growing up. Right. But how y'all feel about those degrees that people be saying, like, oh, you shouldn't be going to school to learn how to make a a, a pot or some shit. But when you got a child, they're like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is really my interest. And, and you just like, and you don't really see it. You don't see the big picture. But to them, it's like, this is what I'd rather do. Or I'm just not going to go to school. Right. I, like that, And that's why I think that's like our whole purpose. And that's why I talk about like, everybody should be trying to get money just because of situations like that. Like, what if your kid, if it's something they actually love to do, I'm not going to be the one to say, nah, you, you can't do that. She might. You want to say no? I'm already brainwashing Silas. Like, no, we're not playing that. I'm already brainwashing him for, like, success in business, <laughs> basketball, all that shit. <laughs> you know how some kids be, though? They, be, they could be passionate about, like, some weird stuff, like hobbies. <laughs> I don't know if that's good, but you know. Yeah, because Silas might grow up and be like, "Ma, I just want to play the piano or something like that." Right, right. So that's why. Look, I he better be the, the best man. concert piano player ever. They make millions. <laughs> exactly. Look, yeah, everything make can make money. Everything can make money. It depends on the person. So if my son say he want to make vases all his life, guess what? You better be the best fucking vase ma- vase maker on the East Coast. We gonna run it up. We gonna have a whole vase shop. We gonna do online sales because like it's it's something and everything. And so when people be like, "Oh, it's a it's a useless degree," or "Oh, I did this," I'm like, "No, you're just not using it right." Because it's people with English literature bachelor degrees over in China teaching English, making bread. Like, bread. <laughs> so they just, just don't like, wanna. Yeah, they just don't wanna do it. It's it's plenty of people making bread. You can do a bunch of different things. So if your kid's like, look, I want to be an artist. Well, you know what? I just seen an art auction the other day. Somebody was selling paint for like $4 million a piece. We're going to get you this art. We're going to learn how to draw these circles. We're going to get on it. It's, it's money and everything. Like, I feel like if you instill the values in your kid and that work ethic in them, like by the time they decide whatever they want to do, like, okay, they're going to be successful at it. Because if they put the work in, you can be successful at anything. You can be successful at hopscotch. You put the work in. They got hopscotch tournaments on ESPN Four or ESPN Deportes or whatever that thing is called. They be, be on there playing handball. They got a professional handball league over in Europe, and I looked it up. Players making like four hundred k a year playing handball. Stun said something I loved. He's like, "I'm so rich, it doesn't really fucking matter what my kids want to do." Like exactly, big goals. That's they're the goals fine. Right there. Like, it don't yeah. matter what they do. It don't <laughs> yeah. matter. 
Yeah, I have a question too. So what, what do y'all think makes college like a good investment? So like a lot of entrepreneurs say college is worthless, but both of y'all are in school right now. You know, what do y'all think makes college a good investment and why are y'all even in school? I think they're muted. Are they talking? Y'all can hear me? Oh, now. Here we go. I hear you now. I think oh. makes college. Can you hear me still? Yeah, I can. Okay. Oh. Wait, y'all froze up a little bit. <laughs> There we go. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So, so I think um, just going to school for a degree that's that you know that's gonna be like for something that's gonna be here, like with all this technology stuff going on, a lot of these degrees we all know are gonna be pretty like worthless. But and another another aspect why we going really is because I w I want to go to school just to get an education. I I feel like I want to be so, like one of those people. That like had a college degree, had hella money, had hella stuff. I don't want nobody to have nothing up on me to say like, but you don't got this. You know, you know what I'm saying? So that's why like, I got that like a c competitive spirit where it's like, can't nobody gonna be able to tell me shit. I got a degree, I got money, I got assets, I own businesses. I so it's just like it's really like a competitive thing to me. And it's one of the benefits of me going to the military and I go for free. So it's like, why not go? You took my answer, but I was, you know, it's no it's no such thing as too much information. You know, going to college, it can be very informational. It can be very right. beneficial, depending on what your career path is. Like, you know, we in business, we pursuing business degrees and marketing degrees. So it can benefit our business in some shape or form. And of course, you know, the connections you can build and the people you can meet. And, you know, that could play a major part in the long run. But like Xavier said, you know, one of the major benefits of going to the military is you get the GI Bill, you get mm -hmm. the post 9-11 Bill. And once you separate from the military, you can use it in the military, but once you separate, it will pay you technically to go to school. So you can get a monthly stipend, a stipend each month while you're in school and focus on your education. I totally agree with that. I mean, my union pays for my schooling. So people always ask me like, why are you back in school? Like you got businesses, you doing successful. You got a job that pays you like well, you know, more than enough money. And I'm like that job, is they pay for school. They told me I can get all these degrees while I work for them. Why not? Why not get a whole wall full of degrees? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just because somebody else paid for it. Like there's there was a time when I was like 19 years old, I couldn't afford college and I had to drop out. So why would I have this free college op option right in front of me and not take it? That's like a slap in the face. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. to people that can't afford college and can't go. So I'm right there with you guys. Like you can go, go. Yep. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, I think all successful people share the trait of being like self learners or always wanting to constantly learn new things. So you don't necessarily have to school, maybe you don't have to go to school. Maybe maybe that's not the path for you. But understand that your success, your path to success, you're gonna learn a lot, whether you're teaching yourself or if you're going to a university and having them teach you. Uh -huh. There's no way around that. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So, so what y'all think about people on Twitter saying that their gumroll courses are worth more than college degrees? What y'all think about that? Get the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> people say that? Yeah. yeah. yeah they, say they say that all the time. So it's really not our side of Twitter. It's okay. their side of Twitter. But they say that all the time. Like, 
You know, the they be one. like the other ones. Yeah, the other side of entrepreneur Twitter. <laughs> like they they say that all the time. Like, why y'all out here? The unseasoned side. <laughs> why y'all out here paying for degrees when you can just buy my gumroad course for fifty dollars? And I'm like, come on now. Like that, you, you comparing. Because here's, yeah. here's the biggest difference. When I go to apply for a job, I cannot put down your damn gumroad <laughs> course as my education, and it's not going to give me the upper hand over somebody with a college degree. That's the biggest mm-hmm. difference. Yeah. Yeah. I think- the, the logic that they have behind it is, well, I made 100000 or six figures in this business, and I'm teaching you how to make six figures, and you don't have to go to college. That's the logic behind it. But like you just said, Deanna, you can't put that on your resume. You can't use that as a reference. You, I mean, in that gumroad no course, weight. it holds no weight. And I mean, in that gumroad course, like you don't get the same networking as you do, like in college, like you're working towards a degree versus a bunch of people on Twitter that are just trying to like buy something so they can learn something and make some money real quick. It's not, it's not the same to me. I haven't said much about this, but one of the main reasons why I'm getting my PMP is so that I can turn my course into uh, continuing uh, continuing education credits through pmi.org so that it's like you know official so that people can say like yeah I've done this training you know there's you know a little bit more weight behind it but most of the shit that's out there like I bitch about this all the time to Tara and Bees. like most of the stuff out there is bullshit and another reason why I put my course out and made it so affordable so people can go in and see like this is how something, this is how it's supposed to be done. This is something that's well done. This is what like your real competition off Twitter is doing. So y'all are like forking over all this money for a fucking PDF that doesn't teach you shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's facts right there. And I feel like, like you said, a lot of these courses are bullshit. And what people don't realize is like, like what they tell you in a lot of these courses, like they're not giving you everything. Like prime example, somebody might make a course and they say, this is how you're going to make $500,000 doing these X, Y, and Z. But a lot of that got to do with them having that charisma, knowing how to talk, communicate to people and shit like that. And if they're not teaching that in a course, like you can have all those skills and those steps, but if you don't got those basic, like basic uh, character traits for real, you probably not going to ever get that shit anyway. Right. You know what I mean? That's, that's, you don't share their work ethic. Right. You don't got the, right, that work ethic, the discipline and stuff. Like if they're not teaching you that too, I mean, you just learning some information that you ain't gonna be able to do shit with. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Cause it's like, I mean, well, a lot of people that make these gumroad courses, like even just course content creators, we hardworking ass people, like people right. that work every day. Like when people ask me like, well, oh, how do you find mobile homes? Or like, how do you get it apart? So I'm like, I get out there, I drive, I knock on doors, I talk to people, I email, I get on Facebook marketplace, I get on Craigslist. I got like 10 other sites that I go and look for things to network. And it's like, it's not just you learning about the game. Like, you got to have self-discipline. You got to have motivation. Like, it's a lot of people that have been out of work right now. And a lot of people that have the time right now while they're sitting on unemployment or while their jobs are paused. And they're not using this time to further themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, as an entrepreneur, when you don't, like, I don't have to go to work. I don't know when I'm going back to work in the film industry. Like, film industry shut down. So it's like, I can sit at home and collect rent or I can be doing other things. And, like, a lot of people don't have that self-discipline to get up on a off day and put in work and that's where the divide happens so it's like and when you got to go to college you got a professor like telling you you got a deadline and you're gonna fail this class that you just paid for 
You know what I'm saying? It's a different story versus having a gum road or any other teachable or any kind of course content creation where you're just learning something. Okay, now you got to wake up the next morning and implement. There's no professor emailing you. You There's no uh, uh, college credits that you lost because you failed the class or something like that. There's no anything behind it. So like when you purchasing one of these courses, you got to understand like you got to put the work in behind it. I'm not saying you don't got to put no work in in college, but in college, you kind of got somebody that's on your ass. Not really. But you know what I'm saying? Like there's people in the financial aid office, all right, well, you pay for this course, you failed it. You know what I'm saying? You got to retake it again if you want your degree or whatever, something like that. But like in, with buying something on the internet, like you got to put that work in behind it or you're not going to go nowhere. Like I could easily just be like, I'm not waking up tomorrow. I'm not going to cold call. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And just see how life shake up for me. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to start your own shit and you want to make your money on your own time, on your own, you know, everything, you got to get up and be motivated and be disciplined and be like, okay, I can't do that. I can't turn on my PlayStation. No, I can't watch Netflix. No, I don't need to be shopping. I need to invest my money. I need to be uh, learning and studying because if you don't have that, there is no course that is going to help you. I don't care if it's a treasure map that tells you where a million dollar box is. If you don't get up and actually follow the map, the shit's not going to work out. <laughs> so I don't understand the whole okay, this course, this, like, it all comes down to the person. If you don't got that work ethic, you don't have the motivation, you don't have the discipline, you're not going nowhere. Mm. And that's uh, one of the things, like, when I had my first, like, initial consultation with people who joined our mentorship mentorship program, that's one of the first things I tell them. Like, you know, I will hold, I'm going to do accountability calls with you. I'm going to give you the information, the resources, the connections, but I can't do this for you. I'm going to teach you how to be self-sufficient you're going to know how to analyze a deal. You're going to know how to do your market research. You're going to know how to talk to real estate agents and do all that yourself. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to be here forever. You're going to eventually have to move on and know how to do all this yourself if you want to be a successful real estate investor. So that's the first thing I lay out. Like, you know, I'm going to give you information, but I'm not going to hold your hand through it. Like, you know, this competitive industry and you got to know how to do it yourself and get out there and get it. Uh, where can they find out more information about your mentorship? Oh, there we go. <laughs> yes, you can find out more inter- information about our mentorship program at www.parkhillcapitalventures.com. I'll put that in the uh, bio or the, the, the episode description for y'all so you can um, check that out as well. Because I was sure on Deanna's uh, uh, page just now looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, she does a mentorship program. You look it up. <laughs> I, I do something similar with my coaching clients, but I tell them, you show up to two calls in a row and your homework's not done. You're like, most of your shit's not done that we agree you're going to work on. I'm going to kick you out and give you your money back. And y'all got it. Cause like, don't waste my time. Don't waste a seat that somebody else could have had, you know, to get work done and who takes it seriously. And like, you know, you need to com- you need to keep your commitments to yourself, right? You said you wanted to do these three things over the next three months. So be an adult and show up and do the work, right? Mm-hmm. They all are, they're all getting results, every single one of them, because they're fucking showing up and doing their work, you know? That's really, it's really, it's not simple, but it's easy. I mean, no, I said that wrong. <laughs> it's simple, but it's not easy, right? What you have to do is simple. It's not always easy, but like people way overthink fucking everything like I mean most people just fail because they don't show up that's it they just don't show up they don't even try that's where like I would say like I'm gonna throw out a number 90% of y'all fail because you don't even show up every day consistently 
And I'm talking, I'm talking two, three days in a row. We talking about a couple months in a row. Like, cause you know, some people will start a project and then be done with it in two weeks and start another project and be done with it in a couple days. No, like if you really wanted to get somewhere, consistently get at that shit every single day for a couple of months and you'll see results. Track your progress. I have my uh, membership group doing that where someone tried to play me and say, oh, my marketing's not working. Oh, really? Okay, well, let's put together this spreadsheet. And every day you're going to go in here by date and put a little X by each of your marketing efforts, right? So I told them, this is what you have to do. These are the things you have to do for engagement. You open this every day and you mark down what you're doing. They started doing it and, oh, look, it works. So that tells me you were doing your marketing before and being consistent because that's all it takes. But when you track yourself, you can start to see, you know, the correlation between the work you're putting in and what that's resulting in, in, you know, a couple weeks time. Right. But you're barely doing shit then you know, barely anyone's going to show up and reach out to you. Y'all, y'all, y'all spitting. Do we have any more questions or is this a good place to call it? What do y'all think? I don't have any more questions. They kind of, they, they did the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just have the outro question. That's it. Just the last question just to ask them. So um, yeah. what do you all consider your biggest accomplishments? Like just ask me this too. I'm like, uh... Good one, bees. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. That's... I'm going to just say making it through military basic training. It's one of my biggest accomplishments. Yes, because that really, that I feel like even though it's like looking back on it, it wasn't that hard, but that was a turning point in my life. And I ain't going to lie, like my first week there, I was crying and wanted to go home. Like I had never been in that situation. I'm like in a whole another state with these people yelling and just going off on me every single day with nobody that I know. And, you know, I could have easily, like, tried to flunk my way out of there or, you know, just turn around and go back to Cleveland and go back to what I was comfortable with. But I pushed myself through through, through all of that, and, you know, I ain't looked back since. So that right there was the biggest, like, turning point in my life. So that's one of my biggest accomplishments. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I never knew that. That's interesting. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but, uh, man, I, I don't know. Cause I never really like said and thought about that before. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you're yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, my mindset was though, like getting the uh, top fifty business podcast. That was pretty dope. Cause I, I like, I never expected that. So that's probably. I don't know. That's probably. That's that's definitely one of them for sure. Like uh, hitting top, like getting higher than people like Grant Cardone and people from CNBC and shit. Like that's, you know, what I'm saying that that's they got they got big bread behind them and big corporations behind them. And like I said, I wasn't expecting that. I was just doing what I was doing. So when people like was hitting me up, showing me that kind of stuff, it's like, damn, that's, that's really crazy. Like people really, you know what I'm saying? People really paying attention and be putting the information out there. And yeah, so like Tara and B's, y'all episodes did numbers. People fucked with y'all. Y'all top five. Damn, I didn't even know that. Y'all top two. Damn. These tells us all the time. 
she's like, people are watching us. Like, we, it doesn't feel like a big thing for us, but she's like, people are watching Look, us. Like, I'm seeing too. our shit. Bro, we gotta tell, I tell them. Put, mm-hmm. put that on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> People like people really every day. Then the episodes just be going like them episodes just be going up. And like 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 you just said, people pay attention. Like uh, we had a speaking engagement out here like before this virus stuff took off, and it was this girl. She drove like two hours to come to come uh to to come see us. Mind you, I never talked to this girl, never interacted with her on social media. I never seen this girl before. So like I'm talking to somebody at the event, and she like just bust through and she walked straight towards me. Now I'm like, kind of like, I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> like, why are you walking up on me like that? I'm like, I'm like, how you doing? My name is Xavier. She's like, yeah, I know you. I'm like, like it's, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, oh, do you? I'm like, oh, I'm like, damn, she really paying attention. Like she was like, really like, fuck with everything we doing. So you can't ever think that people not paying attention because they do. And the people that's really paying attention is the people that don't interact with you. So you will never even yeah. know. That's facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honest. Like when I do a lot of my consultations, um, they bring up a lot of y'all. Like they know all of y'all <laughs> in the Twitter circle. Like yeah. they artists, these, it, that's here. Like name facts. dropping. No, facts. And facts. I'm like, yeah, go book that stuff. Go yeah, talk to them. <laughs> like, I just be sending people y'all way. <laughs> all right. Same facts. thing. That's I send facts. people. Hey, you got a whole me. ecosystem, um, you know. <laughs> I don't even think, like, on some real shit, I don't even think we, like, we really realize it, like, that because it's just, you know, us living our everyday lives. But it's really like an ecosystem. Like, I could be somewhere, and they're going to ask me about somebody from Twitter. Like, you, you know Ari? Like, I was, every time I talk to somebody, they say something about Ari. Like, <laughs> Ari who? Ari, Ari, Ari Hill. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you know, I'll be forgetting. Like, you know, what I'm saying we all on Twitter and stuff. So people like, like I think I told y'all when we was in Miami. Me and D was just sitting in the car, and this dude walked by, and he was like, "I know you." He was drunk. He was obviously drunk. So he was like, "I know you." I'm thinking he talking shit. I'm like, well, "Where you know me from?" He's like, "Your name is Xavier. You from Atlanta?" I'm like, "Yo, what?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crazy, man. Like, yeah. So but- People definitely people watch. They 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 watch. Mm-hmm. Damn. But that goes that's to show that the organic weird. traffic is is <laughs> the organic traffic is there. Cause you said like all those people like CNBC, people know NBC and CNBC. They number they money go way long. Hey. It just shows you that it don't matter how much money you have behind you. If people don't fuck with you, they just don't fuck with you. And right. if people fuck with you, it don't matter like if you recording on your laptop or on your phone or something. They just want to hear you speak. You know what I'm saying? So like you you hitting top fifty business podcasts, it just shows that like the people fuck with you. And it's don't no matter hundreds of millions of dollars marketing campaign behind Grant Cardone and like all those other podcasts, like they have studios dedicated to their right. podcast. Right. And the people people want to hear you. So that just shows a lot. The organic growth is always better. It's always better. Yep. Yeah. It's all about the content. It's It's all about Uh no fancy mics. We record from our living room. Like Uh, no sponsorships, none of that when it happens. It's all about the content. Mm-hmm. that's what people f- miss it's like you don't need all this shit you just gotta start pumping out your content and engaging with people right like mm-hmm. put your best shit out there for free 
engage with people, show your personality, be who you are, and then just do that for a couple months. You're going to be on social media anyway. Shit, you might as well make some money from it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, just like how we started this. Like, I, I don't know whose idea it was. I think it was Ari's. Ari always getting us to do shit. So she was just like, y'all want to start a podcast? And then we invited Jazz in, but we pulled her in. And then, as yeah. you know, we had a podcast. We was on yep. Zoom like a couple days later. And that was that. I can't like, just to to it It's crazy. Oh, jazz. You're on the podcast now. <laughs> yep. They're like, what are we going to name it? And I'm like, four goats in the mic. And Ari's like, all right, bought the website. Got the Instagram. Right, okay, right. here we go. <laughs> send out the calendar invites. Yep, send out the calendar invites. Not even 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm telling y'all right now. Y'all 15 minutes. Y'all should going to do, because all y'all have followers. And then all y'all, y'all intelligent. Y'all know y'all industry. Y'all got information. Y'all got game. And y'all got, most importantly, y'all got personality. So mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all going to do numbers. I'm telling you. As long as y'all keep doing this shit, y'all going to do fucking numbers. Yeah. Our thing is, we'll, we'll just see next week. Right. <laughs> Each week right. we decide. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, probably, it's, probably more, it's probably harder doing a podcast like that with four different people and four different all over the country. I'm pretty sure that's way more difficult than what we doing after we together all the time. Yeah, I feel like it's been pretty easy. The most difficult thing for us has been like figuring out monetization because it's it'll be easy for us to monetize to accept money, but then like establishing like the podcast as a business. We all live in four right. different states. Where do we file bank accounts? That's where like that's right. I feel like is our biggest roadblock. So for now we're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like <laughs> we're not gonna do it. Let's just keep it simple, easy, and fun. And you know, we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all definitely killing it. I'm glad y'all started it though. Cause this people hit me up, people hit me up every day about starting a podcast and ninety nine percent of people don't do it. Don't start it. They right. Don't. Yeah. Like I could I could tell people step by step. Like give you like little tips and shit on you could do because what people don't know, like it's not as easy as it look. It is tips and strategies to this shit to make your shit. You know what I'm saying? To make your mm-hmm. shit pop for real. But I could tell somebody and they gonna be like, oh, okay, okay. Three months go by, still ain't did shit. Or I might even do an episode with them. Like me it's and Deanna, did, me and Deanna then did episodes of people just like for their first episode. Never told them what to do. Never released it. It's like what? That's wild. Yeah. Out there. <laughs> you gotta start charging them. Y'all gotta start charging them. For real. <laughs> yeah, after this one. No, someone asked me that how do you start a podcast? Like there's Google, there's YouTube, like Pat Flynn has a whole free step by step guide, or you can just log into Anchor, hit record, and boom, you got a podcast, right? Like Yep. This shit isn't difficult. We live in the digital age. Like, it's very, very simple. Very simple <laughs> shit. Y'all just don't, don't want to do it. People don't. You know how some people just be on conversation. Like, they they know they could easily find out, but they want to hit somebody up to talk to. Be like, let me ask, let me ask bees just so I could talk to bees type Hell shit. No. I'll invoice you, and you want you want me to do your research? I'm gonna send you an invoice. Man, my DMs are full of stuff like that. They will literally explain a whole like deal. Do you think I should buy this? I'm like, yo, you just said they gave you a house for free. Why are you asking me this? Man, that's nice. I'll I'm gonna drop the Park Hill consult link in there. There you go. Have fun. Go talk to Xavier and Deanna. But no, it's a lot of people like that. They literally be like, well, I should do this. I think you think I should invest my money and put it in a high yield savings account. I don't know. You think you should put your money in a high yield savings account? Come on. 
They just be one conversation, man. Yeah. They just be one conversation. Y'all have permission to try stuff and do stuff and to fuck up and learn from the shit you try and do. I think that's, we've all done that where it's like, you know what? I'm just going to try some shit and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And hey, if it works, dope. If not, hey, I know what not to do next time. You know, exactly. that's all it is. That's all it is. All right, well. So. Yes, I'm going to edit it tonight so we can put it Ooh. out tomorrow. <laughs> so Bees does it. <laughs> Tweet me Actual the eyeballs. Twitter. Right. Hey, where's, the, where's the podcast at? <laughs> Bees, I'm, I'm tagging you tomorrow. Where the episode? <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we super appreciate y'all. We love y'all so thank much. You. Thank you. Yeah, you know, thank for you, coming you guys. And doing this. And hey, like y'all want to plug anything else? Like you know, anything else you want to talk about? Share with them. Uh, obviously, man, that mindsets. You can listen to yep. man, that mindsets podcast available on all uh, streaming services. And uh, what you about today? Check out Park Hill Castle yep. and listen to all the episodes. Go right. go check them out. Get the numbers up. Yeah, download, leave reviews, like five star reviews. Oh, what else? Join their email list. I'll put links to all of this shit, but you know. Mm-hmm. If you like if you like this episode, go, you know, show love to them. Go subscribe and all that good stuff. Appreciate Thank y'all. You. Yeah, all right, y'all. And keep me and bees in the top two. Go listen to those episodes. I like that. I'm my resume. Y'all think I'm joking. Top two. Right. <laughs> right. Featured on the top two, you know, I'll, business podcast. Y'all kinda y'all kinda uh y'all kinda distance y'all so I don't think somebody I, don't, I think it's y'all gonna be a minute. <laughs> okay. We're gonna keep it that way <laughs> till we come back again. <laughs> like, the next four weeks. The next four weeks, you're gonna see them start to like tweet their episodes right. more frequently. <laughs> I tweet mine. Wait, all y'all the time. just dropped. Y'all just dropped. Didn't y'all drop one with uh, Steven? Oh yeah, Steven. Yeah, I gotta go listen to that. Mm-hmm. Y'all dropped another one. Okay. All right, y'all. Yeah, have a good night. Love uh, you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Peace out.